Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. show prep you know i'm sure you can tell but we don't show <laughs> i mean let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here The hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Merced. Ha ha. It's a six red cane show. Can't forget the name though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange and green. You see the six red champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad. The six red cane show. The six red cane show. Six rings can't show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Let's go Canes. That is exactly what it's all about today. Woo. It's a good day, Jess. It's a good day. How about the Miami Hurricanes, though, huh? How about the Miami Hurricanes? Listen, it was um, it was tough sledding there for a while. And, uh, you know, ha- having a, a freshman quarterback in, playing against one of the best defenses in the country. And, uh this is a tough football program, man. I know we've been saying it ad nauseum at this point, but um, it's a tough football team, man. They came through. They played. They played. I mean, their their asses off. That defense was absolutely incredible, and uh, the Kings win, baby. The Kings win, and uh, I think that uh, you know everybody's pretty excited about that. You know, there's there's still some 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 you know some question marks, of course, and some some things moving forward. Look, the ACC is crazy, man. Yeah, 
he's crazy because I mean we he saw he went into North Carolina. And won. Like, yeah, well, one in five team beat an undefeated team last night, number ten team in the country. Now we play that. Well, now they're two and five. That two and five. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. And we talked about this on the main show that, you know, once you get into major conference play, everyone's got some dudes. And if you don't show up and play well, you know, you're going to find yourself in a tight game that anything can happen. That's what, you know, that's how we lost to Georgia Tech. Like, if we could have that game over, we'd probably win. But, you know, despite all the stuff with the kneeling and all that, like, we're in a tight game with Georgia Tech, who's not necessarily a good team, but they got some dudes. And we'll see for next week. Virginia's got some dudes, too. And that's that's why you know North Carolina screwed around a little bit, found themselves in the game, and then you know gets to the end of a game, stuff happens, and we, we saw that with the Canes yesterday, and finally it bounced the Canes away despite uh, the ACC officials doing their best to a uh, hand Clemson nine points in a seventeen seventeen game, just egregious again. Um, but the Canes overcame it, like we, like you said, we've been talking about this. This team is a little bit different. Like we're still not there yet from a talent standpoint, from a lot of other things that program building and progress, but attitude wise, even after the Georgia Tech game, I think we were both on the same page of this is a this is not this is not last year's team. This team is not gonna quit. And even the North Carolina game lost because frankly made a bunch of mistakes and got beat. You get beat sometimes. Again, we're not there yet in terms of like just being unbeatable. But the effort was there, the energy was there. And today, you know, every excuse you can make in the world to quit backup quarterbacks in there, like you said, true freshmen. A lot of calls went against them and just didn't quit. Kept fighting and fighting and fighting and and pulled the game out. As just this is, this is a what. team that, that's that's getting there mentally and and you can see a bright future on the horizon. The re- the recipe was there, right? The recipe was there for disaster last night. Just the bottom line, right? Like it was all all we had all the cards, you know, against us. We've got We've got to start a freshman quarterback. Um, you know, we've got some of our top defensive players out. Uh, we've got two running backs that didn't even dress. Obviously, Mark Fletcher. <clears throat> we kind of knew about a little more, but um, looks like we 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 lost Jazz there. Um, so I'll, I'll 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 try to keep the show going while we wait for Jazz to uh to reappear. But yeah, I was talking about the running backs. Obviously, Parrish was a big miss, and it fell on uh. AJ Allen and um and Don Cheney to uh to to carry the load and I'll pass it back to Jazz now to continue. Yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened there. Um, but yes, uh, as I was saying about the running backs, I heard you mention Don Cheney. Uh, you know, no Henry Parrish, no Mark Fletcher, obviously. So you're 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 going with Don Cheney and AJ Allen and Brashard Smith, right? All three. It was a good wrinkle, yeah. Obviously paid off in a big way. I think that's something that Clemson maybe not did not expect at the beginning, and he gassed him for that 80-yard touchdown, which thank God the ball bounced. I mean, well, well, also Jacoby just chasing that play down. There's like a lot of players don't run behind the play like that. He chased it all the way to the goal line. That's why he's there to pick that up. What an effort. That was huge. That was huge. Um, Don Cheney ran the ball real hard. And so did AJ Allen. I mean, AJ Allen was that you know playmaker of the game at the end, man, scoring that yeah. touchdown and then the two point conversion. You know, the the stats may not show that he ran really well, him, but as, as a whole, that you know, to to be down those those two running backs and run for two hundred and eleven yards against, as you mentioned, Vish, uh, previously on on Twitter, the 
you know, the number one run defense in, in the ACC and, and one of the top defenses in the country. That was huge. That was big. Um, so I'm, I'm really proud of this team because you saw a lot of other guys step up. You saw the mental toughness. You saw them, you know, not, you know, not get down. And, and look, and, and I got to give props to, you know, I, I know a lot of people are not going to like this because it, it was frustrating at the beginning and we heard some boo birds, right? But you got to give props to, I think, um, Shannon Dawson for, I, I know this is not the popular opinion, but I'm going to give him props because I think he was able to manage Emory Williams correctly throughout the whole entire game, loosened up the reins towards the end of the game. Uh, and, and you saw that Emory Williams kept his poise, kept his confidence throughout the whole game. And I think that even when he made that mistake on that, you know, uh, um, on that interception, you still saw him kind of come back and, and not really lose his confidence. And, and they did manage it for him earlier, right? A lot of screen passes, a lot of short routes, hitches, out routes, things like that. They didn't really go down the field a lot. When they started doing that a little bit more, you know, you saw Kobe Young make some big plays. I know he had that he one drop. Beast, you know, he, he had that one drop on that deep route. But aside from that, man, he threw the ball up there and Kobe was going to go get it, right? Um, and Brashard Smith had some nice plays, even X. Um, some of the other guys really look good. They look good, um, you know, and and, and I got to give props to, to Coach Dawson for the type of play. That, that's the hardest game he's probably ever had to call right there. And he met, he did say that as well. So I got to give him props as well. Well, I, I'll disagree a little bit. I thought in the first half we threw way too much. Um, and it wasn't – it was very – like you said, it was managing the quarterback, so it was all short. And I know people getting frustrated. We should just run the ball. In the first half we had 16 passes and eight runs. Like that's just not – we shouldn't be doing that even if TVD is in. In the second half, though, he made the adjustment – we had 30 runs and 14 passes, and that's the split. Because, like you said, Clemson's defense is good. Like, it's going to be a grind, and that's why I was so impressed with that running. Because they weren't getting 10 yards. Like, it was like three, four yards, just tough yardage. But they eventually wore Clemson's defense down. That was always the way we were going to win this game, even if TVD was playing. Because even with TVD, their, their defense is too good. You're not going to put up 40 points or something on Clemson. You're not going to win that kind of game. It was always going to be a grind of a game. And we just and I thought in the second half, even when we fell behind, we leaned into that. And that's when they had to pull it. Because once we started check, checking those four and five yards, because they started wearing down, they had to bring their safeties up. That's when we got the long on the outside, which like Emery threw like four or five like perfect balls in a row. Um at that point. He like he says confidence came up. But it was also simpler reads then because the defense was having to stack against the run. So I thought in the second half we did a really good job of okay, we're gonna run the ball. And if it gets us four yards, we're going to get take the four yards and just keep the time of possession was dominated by Miami because of that. Lower them down completely. And I'll take that. Like, I'll take that, right? Four yards, four yards, and now you got a third and short. That's exactly what you want to do. That's exactly right. what I thought. Do. I thought in the first half we didn't do that. We kept yeah, throwing. We but the second half, again, credit to Dawson, made those adjustments because you got to do that, right? We've complained for years about how our coaches don't make good adjustments. He totally flipped the game plan and even – it would have been very easy to to abandon that when you're down ten points, and he didn't. We had that nine play or that that nine minute drive where I think it was twelve runs and three passes that when he threw the touchdown to Colby Young. I mean, to have that patience when you're down two scores, you know the offense quarter is itching to like is looking at the clock and you know you're, you're running a lot of the time off, but he stuck with it and and he just understood the game situation. It was really good coaching. I think the biggest part about that drive 
was the fact that Clemson knew we were going to run it down their throats. We were going to keep running it and keep running it, and they could not stop us. You know, I know we had some big plays on third downs, and and, and I believe we converted a fourth down on that drive as well. Uh, but you still stuck with the run, like you said, Coach Dawson stuck with the run. The offensive line did a hell of a job uh, protecting Emory and being able to open up some, you know, a little bit here and there. And, and, and you saw even A.J. Allen bust like an eight-yard run. You saw Don Janey bust, bust an eight-yard or a ten-yarder as well. So you did get a couple of these chunk, chunk, quote-unquote chunk plays. Um, but, man, the, the – the, the, Yeah, and that, that the drive was – The run on that was unbelievable. That, yeah, and that, that drive was 15 plays, 75 yards Ooh. in nine minutes. When you're down to – again, having that patience. Right. And, and that's what put Emory into a positive passing positions because – you know, even throwing on first and 10 isn't great, but when, it, like, the touchdown he threw, third and three, we're, we're in, in the Clemson, I think, inside their 20. Yeah, we're on their 11. Right. Um, and they have to play the run. It's third and three. They know we can – if they if they try to play the the pass, they leave their safeties back, you know we're going to be able to get three yards. Yep. Or we'll go for it if we're just short or whatever and then get it on the – so they have to come up. That gives them the one-on-one coverage. And – Man, starting with that throw on that one, I think he threw because you mentioned Colby drop one, but he threw like four or five passes that were just on the dot, including I think it was like a third and twenty on the field goal drive to tie the game where he fitted into the zone. That's when I'm like, all right, now now he's got to go in because he was inaccurate in the first on half. that in route, right? The in route, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like third and fourteen or something. Yeah, like it was that. it was third and long, and, yeah. and he put it right on the numbers inside their zone, and and I don't think they expect him to be able to do that. It was third and thirteen, yeah. So I mean that yeah he really grew into the game. With that said, we need TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's like this is a great, great. That's not a knock on Emory. No, 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 no. I think, I think, I think, I think we see why again. Remember TVD the first time he played, it was like this kid lost out there. Like, like he's played so much football now. Of course, right. he's gonna have more confidence. And he also played against Alabama. I mean, that's. Well, no. Did he come in in that game? Yeah, I feel like did. I thought I thought the Eric finished he that, game, in that game. It was where he okay. was nineteen. I'll never forget. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> um, but 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 yeah. I mean, great job by Emory. Just again, like you said, sticking with it. He made a lot of big time throws in the fourth quarter after he struggled through most of the game. Just having that confidence. At least he's got a lot of maturing to do as a quarterback. Which That's is, it. He's a true freshman, but like the potential's there. Absolutely. The potential's absolutely but there. But you notice, right? Like if you if TVD plays in that game and he plays half decent, we we steamroll Clemson. Well, I mean, this is this is I think that's the thing. And shout out to Pimp Down in, in the chat, one of our uh, they friends were, of the show, friends yes. of the show. Um, Fans, the crowd was popping last night. Yeah, no, it was awesome. But to, to your point, like I mean, it was pretty apparent who the better team was, and it was not Clemson, and that's. This was not like an upset in the sense of like, ooh, we got away with one. This was one where we physically dominated both lines of scrimmage. And 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 the only reason the game was in overtime is because um, the, the officials gave them nine points. Let's just be blunt about that. And we were playing the backup quarterback. Yeah. And, 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 and that, honestly, and that, that, that last drive, I'm going to put that one again on, on, on Mario. I think that Mario was like, all right, chill. Let's just go. Let's just take it into overtime. I yeah. think we got this in overtime. And I say it's bad coaching because I feel like you had an opportunity to drive the football field and kick a field goal at the very least. But, um, you know, hindsight, you know, you look back and you're like, okay, it might have been the right call. To, you know, we're, we're playing well. The defense is playing well. 
you give them that short field, that short yardage like that, and I think Miami could pull this off, especially with a better field goal kicker as well. Yeah, and I think that was I, I I would have also I think it was a bad decision. Obviously, when you win, everything feels like a good decision. If you if we right. lost that game, and like you know, we could have just tried to get twenty yards there. Um, my issue with that was not at the point they gave up because there was like twenty seconds left and they just ran the clock out. It was right. that it got to twenty seconds. We had almost two minutes. When we got the yeah, ball. Clock and, yeah, and 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 I understand at that point the last thing you want to do is like have Henry Williams winging the ball all over the place like around your own thirty and throw an interception, and lose the game. Right. You could have run the ball, run some of the sequences, and just gotten in and out of the huddle quicker and had another twenty to thirty seconds. Like the play, um, I want to say it was the the first down play on that drive, or the the it was the second and four. There's fifty three three seconds left, right? When when uh, Cheney gets the first down, so they stopped the clock to get to to move the chains. Right. We didn't snap until there was twenty six seconds left. That's where you. That's where I have an issue. Like get right. those thirty seconds back, and and still you can still run the ball. You can still because we still have the timeouts. You can still manage the game. You can play conservative. Like you said, we were already at the forty. You just needed like fifteen twenty yards to try and bomb a field goal. Right. Um, you got this great kicker. So I so that was my issue there was kind of how we managed it. But once it was like, all right, second and ten, there's 20 seconds left. Yeah, you know, we have the one. I mean, at that point, I, giving up at that point to me wasn't the issue is that it got there. Like we were in four plays in two minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's not good when you're trying to get the field goal age. So um, so that that was my issue kind of with that end sequence. But I get to your point, I get why he was doing it. Often these overtimes become a game of kickers. Their kicker stinks, although of course yesterday right down the middle on both of his field goals. Um but but I, I get what he was trying to do. He's like, you know what, there's a good chance if we just go to overtime, they don't score a touchdown, they'll miss the field goal, and then we just kick a field goal and win. I get it, but it was a kind of a missed opportunity to put the game away. Uh, absolutely. And and Shout I out think to Melissa. Yeah, what's up, Mel? What's up, Mel? Um, and I think that look, and I, I'm gonna, you know, it's a good segue because you know. I, I just feel like Mario and that whole staff had so much confidence in the way the defense was playing um, that, you know, it made it an easier decision, I guess, at the end of the game there to, to go into overtime. Uh, so I, I have to, you know, of course, everybody's going to just talk about Ruben Bain and rightfully so. <laughs> mm. I mean, he was the best player on defense hands down yesterday with eight tackles, two sacks um, and a, a, a tackle for a loss, if I'm not mistaken. <sighs> I mean, he had an unbelievably ridiculous game, especially for a freshman, but just for a player, period. All around against a tough offensive line, against a big-time ACC opponent, you know, he showed out. But that whole defense, Leonard Taylor, finally, we, we, we spoke about it, Vish, right? How he hasn't showed up at all, right, during the whole entire season. It's just been kind of like every once in a while he'll make a nice play. He was causing havoc all night last night. And you saw that. You finally saw Leonard Taylor kind of get that mean streak, that nastiness, and and pretty much dominate that line. And I, I love to see that from him because that's exactly what we were looking for from this from this kid who's you know the number one defensive tackle coming out two years ago, three years ago. Um, I think you needed to see that this could be a stepping stone for him, an opportunity for him to continue to grow and uh, and to finally play the way he was supposed to. But let's let's talk about the biggest screw up of the game. That was a damn safety at the end. Of the I game. mean, at, at, Come on, man, come on! I, I, I don't even Eric understand. McClain, when Eric McLean is talking about it on Twitter and saying, "Well, not just that." Like, it, ironically, like I, you know, I only say him because he's going to be on the show. Yeah, too. yeah, we're going to have <laughs> Emac on in a bit. Um, 
but the the funny thing is like um even on the ACC, they do those condensed game highlights. Like they literally cut right after the commentators, like that's going to be a safety. And then like, they don't explain what I, I still don't. Did the guy ever, cause we were all at the game and you can't always hear yeah, it. They I, actually I, say how they possibly, he no, ran into the end zone on his own. Like, what are we doing here? You know, the, uh, the, the idiot referee said, call Sans. And he kept going. Cause he knows us up. Like, I, I mean, point. it's just, I mean, it, it's an egregious call. And then they gave them, look, they gave them the touchdown. On, I think it was probably a touchdown. It looked like his knee might have hit a split second for his foot. When when that and that guy's a beast, by the way. When, the when? catches he was making, Clemson side end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. stool, or, or I mean, that dude was a beast. But like, if you're gonna use this like egregious standard of evidence to overturn a call, you can't give them that touchdown. Like that that was much clearer safety than that was a catch. Right. It's just to me, it's it, there's two standards of officiating right now, and it's, it's it, it is what it is. It, we don't want to be that that you know that team of those those fans that are like the referees suckies, but it's just so blatant. It's so obvious how screwed up they are and how many mistakes they're making on the field on yeah. a, on a nightly basis, on a game by game basis. And, and I don't know what's going on in the ACC around, but on, in our games, they are either. They're either setting up the worst teams, you know, the worst group of referees, or there's 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 something personal going on with this team because it's absolutely egregious what's happening on some of these plays that they're calling these 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 uh, penalties. And it's quite frankly, I understand the frustration with the fans, with the players, with everybody, because at some point there's a breaking point, man, for people. And if you continue to do this, and I don't know if you noticed this, I noticed this every time we made a play. Um, or every time we hit a first down or, or got good yardage, it always felt like the ref the ref grabbed the ball and moved the ball back a little bit. There was definitely some, um, I would say, lost yardage on some of our spots on, on, on some of those. It felt like we were losing a half yard the whole game. Uh, Melissa in the chat uh, said they gave him forward progress. I think that's what their justification is, just like their there justification. No, forward progress, so no he, he ran backwards on his yeah. own. And so again, progress, it's again, backwards. <laughs> yeah, which if you go backwards on your own, just like when a receiver catches the ball and goes backwards, you don't get the progress to where you caught it. Right. It's the same thing here. And keep in mind, if the nose of the football is just touching the front of the goal line, it's the same thing as scoring a touchdown. You are in the end zone. Right. He was at the goal line before he even got touched. He ended up landing a yard deep in the end zone. Yeah. You could forward progress him to the goal line. It's still a safety. Right. Like, I mean, that, it's just a terrible call. Terrible call. Also, uh, yeah, shout out to Daryl Porter. He continues to just lock it down so much they don't even throw at him. Jaden Davis, they're they're picking at him, and he, st- he still did he a take- really good job as well. I know that, that, that he was up against a, a receiver like six foot four the whole night, but I think both corners did a great job. Yeah. I'll tell you who did a great job in coverage and it didn't really show up because their tight end was so good. KJ Cloyd was sticking yeah, like that, that first touchdown pass. I mean, that's, that's such good coverage. Good coverage. Yeah. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. It didn't show up in the stats because their tight end is that good. Right. But man, he stuck to him. Like, like glue. he was all over him on these plays. <laughs> Guys catching it anyway. I'm like, that's, you can't cover better. Than, yeah. There's like, not much you can that do. I was really it. impressed because he struggled a little bit the last few weeks. He kind of came back and, and had a good game, and then man, what what else can you say about Corey Flag? Not just the last play; um, it looked like he was in their huddle. He was. They threw that screen, like that that bubble screen, in the fourth yeah, quarter, and he jumped up. it. 
Yep. He was just – he diagnosed their plays so well. Like, it looked like he knew the plays before they were called. You know, at, at some point, you got to – you just got to call it what it is, man. And, and Corey Flagg has been an incredibly good linebacker for this team in his – it feels like it's 10 years here in the, for the program already. But he's a really good player, man. Really good player. And I think he deserves more credit than he's getting. Um, and I know we we've got Blue as his is his number one fan, like his biggest fan. Uh, but with with you know with good reason. I mean, he's played his ass off. And this year, you know, with even with the talented guys that we have, Maui Noah looked really good. He's the one that got that sack uh, for the safety for the. Safety. <laughs> uh, but you saw him. I mean, he hit some of those gaps and destroyed Will Shipley or Mafa in the back uh, in the backfield a couple times. I mean, he looked really good, but, you know, West looked really good on a fumble recovery. Um, you know, you even saw, uh, like you said, KJ Cloyd in there looking really good this um, uh, last night, but Corey Flagg was just all over. Yeah, and and, and we, we should really, you, you mentioned a lot of guys, we should really talk about the, the run defense because that this was, this was the number one run defense in the country. North Carolina ran all over us. Yep. Clemson, 34 carries, 31 yards. 0.9 yards per Amazing game. job by the run defense there. Um, just, yeah, it was like it was, you know, they got got it back. And and like you said, we don't even have Mesidor in there. No, <laughs> no Mesidor, was... no, no Nigel Leak. Um, you know. Oh, that was another, um, you know, Anthony in, in the chat here talking about, about the calls. Um, there was a huge call in the first overtime where they called – I thought they said number nine, so I thought it was Nigel Leak. Was it not him? They give the wrong number, but um, but um, they called us for lining up in the neutral zone. Um, oh, flag! It was off flag. Okay, they said nine, but I guess it was. Um, so where we're sitting, like when the ball's like between the twenty and the thirty, go in that direction, we can see right up the line. Clemson lines up offsides on every freaking play, and I was telling my sister was sitting next to me. I was looking down the line. I'm like. Look, you can see he's like across the. I don't know what's going on with Jazz here, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, man. But I this is what's good about doing a Sunday morning show. We need to do this more often. Did Pasolito show up or something? Yes, man. Oh man, some nice breakfast here by the lovely fiance. What is this? This oh my god, oatmeal bagel with um, eggs and some cheese on it. I mean, listen, this you're gonna have to come over for Sunday breakfast when you're in town more often because you know. Every time I hang out, she Sheena must like you a lot because she like does all these nice things for me when I'm like hanging out or talking to you. So, well, just I'll kidding. take I'll take credit for it. I don't think I should get it, but you I know. think you need to. I just need think you need to come by so you can enjoy it as well. So I'm not gonna eat it on camera. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm not gonna eat it on camera. <laughs> I was gonna. I think you know the joke I was gonna make. But I'll keep that off screen. <laughs> but if you see one of these, if you see one of these, you know why. <laughs> Oh, yeah, where, where, where's Melissa's invite? All right, no, yeah, you're in the chat, so you you count too, you count too. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this? Dabo totally like blame blame. Typical Dabo, typical Dabo. I mean, too. what you a know. dickhead! And by the way, if you look at that play, the run wasn't there, which is why I pulled it. They were yeah. trying to run off left guard. They would have got stopped. They would have got yeah, blown up. Yeah, and that's why. And actually, it was just, again, it was a great play by Flag because West took the running back, so it right. theoretically should have opened up, but. He had that. He had that. That red. I'll also say that the second down and goal, goal defense, where they kind of ran the tight end in motion, right? And they're trying the way we handed that off, and like everyone shifted over and picked their man up. So no, it was awesome was defense. 
That was huge. that play is almost always a touchdown because someone screws up and everyone was run out. We almost got an interception out of it. That was awesome. I loved. It. I mean, the, the shout out to Lance Gidry, man. I yeah, mean, he had he had a he had a plan. He made some adjustments in the second half as well, uh, and it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was so excited to watch him play. It was it was fun to see. It was it was you know sometimes. When the offense is not working and it's moving not not moving up and down the field, you kind of just don't have. Uh, I'll get to it now. Jesus, Mel, my goodness, um, you just don't have the confidence in the defense to be able to stop them for so. You know, there's only so much that the defense can do. After a while, they're going to get tired. They're going to. It wasn't the case this time because, you know, Miami was able to run the ball consistently and they were able to run the ball well. So it took a lot of time off the clock, which allowed the defense to rest, which allowed the defense to kind of get their air. You know, that's why you saw them play so well down the line at the end. And What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And, 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 and that's why I was frustrated in the first half that we were throwing so much. Because I just I was like, it's fine if you run, lean on them, get the defense rest, and punt. Because, again, we talked about this even with that TVD was playing. Clemson could be undefeated, but they make so many mistakes. And they did. They fumble going in the end zone. Fumble driving later through a pick, you know that's that's why they lose games and and we did a good job for once, right. <laughs> not being the team making all the mistakes and right. and that that's what but that's what Clemson is. I mean they they lose games because of this stuff. Absolutely, um, like they dominated Florida State, but you know they blew the game. They got lucky that on that one um, on that one strip sack uh, strip sack that they recovered the ball. Yeah, uh, who was it that 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 got that? Was that uh, Mauno? I think it might have been. I think it was Mauno. Yeah, Maybe, that right. got the strips out. Yeah, and then uh, actually Shipley picked it up in game yardage, so they ended up being yeah. able to make the field goal. That's right. Because it would have pushed him all the way back out. Um, that's another. That's another strong play. It's another good play by the defense. You know, that's kind of stuff that you can't really. Yeah, and and we wow. you know we had uh you just it was a good game plan and just executed it and made them earn yardage which was big in this game we did not give up all the chunk plays we had the lot like basically in every game we'd given up several big plays did yeah. not do that here and made them drive it and i think got in the quarterback's head a little bit too yep i agree all right you want me to answer your question Mel? i was there in the second half i left midway through the third because i had a uh music festival for my best friend that i ended up not going to i ended up watching the rest of the game at home because uh she got a little sick to her stomach, so we ended up staying home. But um, yeah, I wish I would have been there for the, for the whole thing. But um, I'll be there next week, three thirty p.m. against Virginia. 
Yeah, I'm tailgating. I'm staying to the end. <laughs> Jazz stayed to the end of the game challenge. So it's, That's it's, what it is it's apparently right? at this point. You know, but, but uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Also, shout out in the first overtime, James Williams, that open field tackle on Shipley because again, it's it's short yardage, so everyone's compressed in the box. Usually, when you gap that, it's a touchdown, and right, he just made an awesome tackle. And listen, if you look back at the replay on that. On that play that you were talking about, where they they kind of ran that, you know, that yeah. sweep, that um, Jaden Davis, it might have. It was close. Him. It was close. Yeah. They could, it was uh, close. It might have been an interception. You know, just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. I, I think it probably bounced. Um, yeah, but it was close. If it was Clemson, they might have given him the pick. I don't know. Um, there's no way we were getting that. No, there's no way. I mean, even I mean. It would have been tough, even if it, if it would have been called the other way, and then they had to reverse it. So, but, I mean, there was no way they were that was going to be an interception, even if he caught it clean, and it was obvious they would they just weren't going to. I mean, let's be real here. Like, I mean, this point, like, um, yeah, like some of the. I mean, was it going to be clearer than Cheney's whole body lying on the ground when the guy rips the ball out? No. So, like, what would have? There's no way we were getting that call. Look, we're, we're, we were talking about that, and we'll we'll kind of. Um, you know, and here with with a couple. Well, Anthony has a question on on Ruben Bean, and yeah. <laughs> uh, your good your guess is as good as ours. Yeah. Miami just picked up a commitment from another four star edge guy slash linebacker who has seventy sacks in the last two years, or the or his the last three years of his of his uh, football career in high school, and he's ranked a four star athlete, a four star as well in Booger Pickett. So, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow. But yep. you know, look. These rankings systems, you just can't – you can't really necessarily go by them so much. Uh, you're going you're gonna to get that. You're going to get these guys that, that don't know what they're doing and how to rank. They can't go to all the games, so they don't – they just see some tape or they just go based off of what other people say. And, and yeah, and a lot of it's also, like, offer list, <laughs> too. Like, if Alabama and Georgia and everyone, then you get more right. stars. I mean, four stars is still very highly rated, so it's like they had it as, like, a two-star something. I mean, he was I, a really high four star, but whatever. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. I don't it's know. Semantics that point. Um, good point by Melissa. I think that was this is the story of the game. Just like because Clemson, not only had we not beaten them in thirteen years, they just physically been superior to us. Yep. And it was the other way around this time. And look, they're not the Clemson of like Trevor Lawrence or anything right now. Yeah. But but we could say we weren't the Miami of whoever back then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, like the the, the Clemson teams that that dominated us physically right. were better than this one. But right. I don't know that they were more physical than this one. What they lack is like playmakers on the outside. You know, they don't have Travis Etienne anymore. They don't have like all, all these like stud receivers that have come through there. But up front, like this is a big offensive line that's physically pushed people around, including pushing Florida State around, and yep. we kicked their butt. It really like, did. This is, this is that strength program we're talking about, like you know, Feld's paying dividends. That this is where you see that. Yeah, yeah. She knows. She knows. Watching a little bit of the game with me, she's like, when when we won, she's like, who's that guy with a handlebar mustache? Who's that guy? He looks weird. I'm like, what you, that's a strength and conditioning coach, girl. That's the man right there. That's why we won this game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is why we won this game. We were physically stronger than them, and but and and use that to dominate time possession. By the end of the game, I mean it ended the way it should have. They couldn't get two yards in four plays. Yeah, they couldn't get two yards in four plays. That's what it's about, right there. That's what it's yeah, the stash. Like when, you, when when you see that, look, let's be honest, right, Vince? Like when you see that, 
when you see that when you used to see that before in past seasons and past years, you're like, they're gonna score. This is like, you know, no confidence in this team. Like when I was sitting there and I was watching them, I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna stuff this. They're gonna stuff this just playing they're playing so damn good, especially up the middle. So I was, you know, I had the confidence. I was still nervous. I mean, if you're not nervous here, you're crazy, but you know, you're still nervous about it. But then when you see Corey flag that and make that play at the end, which by the way, I know we were talking about it a little bit, but that was just an idiot. He's just an idiot. He's yeah, he's he's a he's a jerk too. Yeah, Even if that was jerk. the case. First of all, I don't think it was that he did not have the option to keep it because like Shipley carried the fake. Like if you're, if you're supposed to hand to the running back and you don't, he's not like carrying the fake out and going opposite end like he did. Like right. clearly there was at least some kind of an option to keep it. So what are we talking about? That was a like problem. it just and second, even if that was the case, um even if that was the case, they would have th- then don't, don't you know that's what you address in the quarterback room, right? Not in your press conference. Whatever. Uh, it's just it's a it's a we'll jerk thing to do. And th- we'll by the way, the run wasn't there on that play, which is why he pulled it. Right. And they tried they tried to like we said they tried to run that motion flood pass. We stopped that. They tried to run up the middle. We stopped them twice. Like they just. They didn't have it. They were physically outmanned. And when you're physically outmanned, as we know, we saw it last year, right? Why can't we finish drives? It's because when you're not in the red zone where everything's compressed, if you cannot move the defense, it is hard to score. And we saw that so much last year. It's like, why can't we we get to the five and get to the 10? We can't score touchdowns. Now we can score touchdowns. You saw A.J. Allen. He can score touchdowns. In fact, we had what first of all on the four or whatever. One play, we're in the end zone. He runs it in. That's what being physical and being able to run the ball can do. And they couldn't. Like we said, thirty-four carries, thirty-one yards. There wasn't a good play. There's not a good play to call on the two-yard line when you cannot when your offensive line can't block. So you know he can blame that's the quarterback all he wants. Yeah, it really no, is. I mean, it's it's a it's a role reversal from what we're used to. Yep. And okay. and got the win. And and I I feel. You know this program, this team deserved that win. Um, they did, they did, and you can see, you can, you can see the. Uh, it's it's almost like the sigh, the, the relief from Mario as well. Uh, you know the joy and the, the passion, but also a little bit of the relief that they finally got this big one. You know, I mean, I, I feel like this one's bigger than than Texas A and M, if you ask. It me. it is because because of, of what Clemson means within the ACC pack yeah. order, and again, thirteen years. Not only 13 years since since we've beaten them. That was when I went into Clemson. Ja'Cory Harris lit them up. Right. Like that's how long ago that was. Um, but also these games haven't even been competitive. It's been blowout right. after blowout after blowout. Um, in fact, we've lost four in a row before yesterday. You could add up our point totals from all four of those games, and their individual total from each of the four games would have beat our cumulative. Yeah, that's how bad it was. Like they scored more points than we did combined in each of those games. So to come out there and not just like like we said, not just win, but be yes, it was double overtime, but physically dominant. Wow, big deal! I, I, I can't tell if we're being trolled or if we're. Uh, um, listen, man. If, if we'll, we'll, we'll assume this is on good good authority, man. Thanks for tuning in from Africa. I do appreciate it, man. I, I I just feel like nobody here is going to say any, anything about chaps. You know, say Africa chaps. So, well, it was a chaps and a lads. And a lads. I, 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 I don't know if he's doing a bit or if he's actually from Africa, but I'll, I'll give him the benefit I'll of the doubt. I'll take it either way. I'll give him the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't, I, he's 
I don't want to accuse someone. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually doing that. So that's right? We've got some guys from Kenya and stuff like that. That was on the, on the one F one spaces we did. Yes. Um, Shout out to our friends in Africa, man. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Martin. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Miami's worldwide. Um, yeah. Shout out to Martin. Um, yeah, it's a it, it's it's a big win and um, and phys- physically dominated is, is the big thing. And then the the other thing is, I mean, look, we know we have a good kicker. He made two clutch pressure filled field goals. Yeah, he did. Um, okay, he's definitely not Trillins. <laughs> Part stuff. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. And that's the thing. Like Clemson was full strength. They were healthy. They coming off yeah. a bye. I think week. the only guy they were missing was Xavier Thomas on the line. That's it. Yeah, but they were coming off a bye week. Yeah. And again, it was almost two to one time of possession. That's that's where the games went. It's pretty big. That was pretty big. I got to give it to him. So. So uh, Miami wins 28-20 to in double overtime against Clemson. Finally, after 13 years of struggling against this team, Miami looked dominant. Uh, they looked um, they looked really good, uh, even with Emory Williams in there getting his first start uh, on, their, on their center. So shout-out to the whole entire team. I think they um, – uh, oh, look at that. I'm from Botswana. My cousin was at the U in the 80s and used to tutor some canes. Man, this is amazing. I love that. I love that. I love that. You got Canes worldwide for real, like for real, for real. Like this is. Yeah, it's a global, it's a global school. It really this is. is. A brand. This is awesome. Brand is yeah. Awesome. No, shout out. Thanks Martin for uh, jumping in here. Very cool. That is very cool. Martin, make sure you tune in. I know by the time we, we go on. <laughs> I mean, we, we, our, our decision to do an impromptu Sunday yeah. morning show allowed Martin to work out. It. We might yeah. have to do it more often so that Martin can see most of it. Right, but, but there's I'm sure he watches them later on. He's a re- re- rewatch crew kind of guy. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. But also, there there is a podcast we do. Get it yes. in your audio and, 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 and listen at your uh, – at your leisure in your own time zones. So Absolutely. definitely subscribe to that. We've got some cool stuff coming up for you too. We've got a big week. Shout out to Anthony showing up in the chat here. We've got, uh, I, I didn't like to, you know, announce it earlier, but Eric McLean is going to be on the show this week. So that's going to be fun talking to him about this game. And uh, look, it's it's a five and two, it's a five and two program now. Now we're five and two this year. You know, a lot of people didn't see us at five and two right now. In the first seven games. Well, now. certainly not the way we arrived at it. Yeah, yeah no kidding, right? I mean, if you think <laughs> about the been a long and winding road to find the a beat, Maybe, look, the North Carolina game I get, right, that, that's kind of like the only game that, that I can kind of like as a wash. But, like, you're talking about losing to a Georgia Tech team that we, you know, we should have won that game, obviously. Um, too many things happened. But you're talking about a team that probably should be 6-1. and one, All right? But let's just give it a 5-2 and two again. And winning big games like Texas A&M and Clemson, uh, and now you move into, you know, the, uh, you're still playing ACC football, right? I know you're one and two in ACC right now, play, but you know you start stringing up some of these wins. I mean, that, yeah, you like still got an opportunity if uh, you know if Louisville or UNC drops another one, and and you beat Louisville uh, as well. You've got to obviously take on um, Florida State. You still got some tough games. Virginia's yeah. tough. I know the two and five, but that's a tough team that just beat a top ten program. Exactly. That state that always gives us a hard time after that. But that's you're talking about a five and two team 
You know, in the first seven games, yeah, GD, GT lost to Boston College. So I, this, the ACC, to me, if you ask me, it's still kind of wide open. I think it's going to continue to beat each other up. So uh, you just win your games, and you got an opportunity to get into a really good bowl game and possibly into the ACC championship. You kind of control yeah, it. It'll, it'll, it'll take a lot going right to get in the ACC championship. Yeah. There's a lot of one-loss teams. And, you know, with the, with now, again, with the the, like, the, <laughs> the open open. Look I'm sorry, he threw me off. Just left Kings were no cash money to get home. Jesus. I feel, like, I feel like that why Kings were also, man. I get I that. mean, don't even get started on like Melissa's performance there. Um, but yeah. but um the uh with the open ACC schedule, like the schedules are all unbalanced. The tiebreaker when four teams end up tied for second place, I don't even know how they're right. gonna do a tiebreaker when no one played anyone, but <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a mess, but all the canes, like you said, can do is take care. Look, they got I mean for the canes to to realistically get into the ACC championship and they have to win out, which includes, like you said, Virginia is all of a sudden able to beat good teams on the road. Right. right? And then at NC State, at Florida State, Louisville, and then Boston College. Like that's that is that look if I don't care if they made if they go if if this team somehow takes us to ten and two and gets like whether they win the tiebreakers or who gives a crap. I mean, at, at that point, but at that, at that point, it's just like, wow. But I, I think that's probably not realistic. But again, it's just like you said, you can still get to a really good bowl game. And that's why it's important to win games like this as much as, yes, should have kneeled against Georgia Tech. Right? You know, these things do balance out, even if that one was self-inflicted. Like, easily could have lost last night, obviously. Right. Um, and, you know, these things tend to even out. Um which is why you don't want to get into close games with teams like Georgia Tech or like North Carolina found out yesterday, Virginia, because you get in the fourth quarter if it's tight, then, then um, you know things can happen. You right. get a bad bounce. The the certainly the refs can blow a call. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Anthony, we met, we mentioned it earlier. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. We did well, talk through this. I'm sure you're just gonna go back and, and watch it, but yeah, we we. We had an issue with it as well. So just, yeah, I kind of go check that out. So, um, hey, man, I got to go eat my breakfast. By the way, Mel, we might have to do like a Fit Friday, a f- uh, Fit Friday with Mel or something like that. Because obviously, yes, your fit was fire. So I might have to do like a Fit Friday um, little uh, little segment and put it up on Instagram and on Twitter as well. So Mel, we might have to talk about that later. All right. Keep it keep it locked for that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we've got a show tomorrow night, eight thirty p.m. Uh, we will kind of recap a little bit about Clemson with with the guys with Blue and with uh, DJ, but also kind of look ahead. Our blitters uh, just have irrational confidence every game. So yeah, it's it's typical. I think it's gonna be interesting. I, mean, I know we're wrapping up here, but when we uh, when we when we play FSU. I'm kind of at Martin's camp here. I kind of feel like let's we can pop their ass. I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. I, I'm I'm definitely in the same camp. So uh, keep a lock for that. And obviously, we'll preview uh, Virginia game Saturday. It is set for 3:30 p.m. already. So you know, if you if you are in town, make sure you, you get ready to go to that one. That's another big game. Every big every game is big now in the ACC. So uh, we'll preview that, and we'll have Eric McLean on as well for a se- special segment that will be uh, podcast only. It will probably be a podcast-only segment, so make sure you all subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on the Six Rings Kings podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you keep it locked there. Follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Kings, and, of course, Monday night, 8.30 p.m. Yeah, and then just also, Jazz, real quick, I am I am going to be in Charlotte for the ACC basketball tip-off. 
awesome. um, Tuesday and Wednesday. So I will be putting um, content just on the podcast feed for that. There's not a good place that we'll be able to record from. We're doing YouTube. So, all right. You plus, it would just be me talking out. to camera. But so definitely, um, definitely, uh, again, subscribe to the podcast because you're going to get a bunch of content there. Eric McLean interview. All the stuff I do at the at the ACC basketball table for women's is Tuesday, men's is Wednesday, and that's also said buckets on Thursday. Hey, listen, um, women's basketball is ranked 25th in the country in the preseason poll. Uh, men's basketball is number 13 in the country. Both yeah. have solid solid teams again um, after uh, Elite Eight and Final Four appearances respectively. So make sure you check that out. That's some good stuff there. Yep, yep. Busy All week, right. busy week on the channel. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast and watch us on YouTube because some of the content goes into both places. Jazz is ready for breakfast. Breakfast time. Um, oh shit! Almost dropped. This. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. I'm done. <laughs> That's a great way to end it, man. All right, yeah. Tune in tomorrow for for the main show at 8:30 p.m. Eastern. See you guys. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. The Six Rig King Show. Yeah. Six rings game show. <laughs> you know. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.